Hi, you're listening to Ten Minute IS Paper. My name is Blair Wang. Today's paper is called "Dynamic Capabilities in Information Systems Research: A Critical Review, Synthesis of Current Knowledge, and Recommendations for Future Research," by Dennis M. Steininger, Patrick Mikalev, Adamantia Patelli, and Anna Ortiz de Guinea. Published in the Journal of the Association for Information Systems in 2022. When I was taking my first baby steps in the world of IS research, one of the first concepts I came across、uh, in, in the space of theoretical lenses to understand information systems phenomena was the dynamic capabilities view, and I'd always kind of struggled to fully understand what exactly that. Meant、um, certainly the, the term dynamic capabilities. The, the two words there kind of give some indication or some clue. Dynamic suggesting that things are changing, and capabilities suggesting that this is something to do with how people and organizations find the ability, the the power, the、uh, techniques, or so on. To do something, so putting the two together, my intuitive undergraduate honors understanding of dynamic capabilities was okay. These are the things that organizations can do that are evolving,、um, and the evolving or, or adapting or dynamic aspect is so important because、um, you may be aware that、uh, information technology has fundamentally changed how businesses and organizations function. So it's probably good that they can adapt. But、uh, two things with that. Firstly, that definition、uh, doesn't seem entirely、uh, crispy and clear. But also, one could imagine there would be so much research in IS that takes this approach, and sort of where does it go, and what has been known so far, could be pretty hard to get a grasp of. I would imagine there are many papers about this. Well, the paper we're looking at today. Is a very ambitious paper because it is a literature review of all research about dynamic capabilities in IS, and it's going to synthesize across them. It's going to tell us what we, what is already known,、um, and it's even going to make recommendations for future research. To do that, there are two sets of ideas that first need to be understood、uh, in terms of dynamic capabilities. The the paper points out on page four hundred and fifty that there's already a known clustering of what these capabilities are, and that's a good starting point.、Uh, the first is sensing, the second is seizing, and the third is transforming. And these are, these are somewhat intuitive.、Uh, sensing is about being able to realize what's in the environment, that situational awareness, and and identifying opportunities and threats.、Uh, seizing is about okay, now that we know those opportunities and threats, we we seize the opportunity, or we seize the opportunity to address the threat. And the third is transforming, transforming your products, transforming your organizational structure, and so forth, in line with the sensing and seizing that you are doing. Sensing, seizing, transforming. The other set of concepts that are again fairly foundational、uh, start on page four hundred and fifty-two, and they're about how IT fits into the dynamic capabilities. Firstly, IT could be the enabler of the dynamic capabilities. Particularly, one could imagine information technology provides information, which provides the situational awareness of the opportunities and threats.、Uh, information technology can also be how the Seizing or the the transforming happens in order to leverage some of the aspects of IT to do those things in the organization. 
But the second possibility is IT as embedded into the dynamic capabilities. In other words, they, they are involved deeply entangled and embedded within how those dynamic capabilities even happen. In this context, IT can either be what the paper refers to as a tool or as part of the ensemble. Thirdly and finally, IT could simply be the context in which all of this is happening. IT has fundamentally rewritten how the world works. And so a lot of the opportunities, threats, and, and the very nature of the environment that one is working in is attributable to IT. So on this side, we have IT as enabler, IT as embedded, and IT as a context. Actually, I should point out here, there is also a fourth one, which is IT as an outcome or mediator of the dynamic capabilities. So really there are four things, IT as enabler, IT as embedded, IT as context, and IT as an outcome. With all of that set up, I think it's now time to go into some of the major findings of the paper. So let's go. What I often find with these IS research papers, including literature reviews, is that there's often a big picture somewhere in the paper that's kind of like the centerpiece of the paper and it summarizes a lot of the key ideas of the paper. It's the nomological net of dynamic capabilities in IS research, figure two. So this thing, uh, when it says nomological net, it's saying it is a network of, of concepts, nomological meaning about the names and the concepts of the, 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 that are being named. Um, here, we have all the bits that were just set up previously in terms of the four ways in which IT can be involved in dynamic capabilities. Uh, these are all kind of weaved into this picture. In the middle of this picture, we have kind of a process of all of this happening. On the left-hand side, we have the resources that feed into, in the middle, the dynamic capabilities of the organization. Um, and then on the right-hand side, we have the outcomes of all of that. And these actually correspond to uh, the first one, resources being IT as the enabler, of course, because it feeds into the dynamic capabilities. Uh, in the middle, where it's got the box about the dynamic capabilities, uh, this is how it reflects IT as embedded in the dynamic capabilities. And on the right-hand side with the outcomes, well, this, of course, reflects how IT is an outcome of the dynamic capabilities. But we're missing one, aren't we? Well, fear not, because it is the box above all of this, the external environment. And IT can be, though not always exclusively, but it can be a pretty big part of that external environment. And that's how that fits in. There is also a box or, or lane at the bottom called strategy, the organization's approach to how it's going to do great things in the world. And as part of this, there are two things at least. There are, there's the business strategy and there's the IT strategy, and there is some relationship between the two. So this big picture with all the different territories within the picture and with all the different ways in which this ties into the pre-existing concepts is a way of identifying where particular papers sit within the literature on dynamic capabilities in IS research. Because they are all addressing at least some parts of this picture. Not every paper addresses every part, but certainly every paper can be kind of mapped into this overview of the landscape. And then from page 554 onwards, uh, the paper then goes into great detail about what each of these are. And I think in the interest of time, it's probably best that I leave that for the audience to read in the paper itself because this paper is also what's called a critical review. And the purpose of a critical review is not just to say what do we know and what are the gaps, 
but also to point out some issues or problematizations in what is currently known. For this, I draw the reader's attention to page 459, on which there begins a two and a half page table, which sets up the problematization. All the different themes in the IS research, all the different issues that this paper has found, and then the specific challenges and potential solutions and research questions and possible research paths to addressing those issues. Uh, it's a pretty big one. I, there's no way we're going to be able to get through it here. But I want to specifically point out one of them that the paper also emphasizes. And that is the definition of what dynamic capabilities are. At the start of this episode, I kind of fuzzed around my uh, undergraduate intuitive definition of a dynamic capability. So the paper suggests on page 461 that a good definition can simply be we leverage those three previous concepts of sensing, seizing, and transforming. Dynamic capabilities encompasses that sensing of the environment, looking for opportunities and threats, that seizing of opportunities and seizing of ways to, to address the threats and the transformation processes. Apart from the issue with the definition, the, the paper here identifies many other issues with the current state of knowledge about dynamic capabilities, and it suggests 11 research questions for, for all those different issues. I know that we've barely scratched the surface here. That's always the challenge with a paper like this. So I just hope that you, the audience, will find the time to check out the paper in full about the dynamic capabilities in IS research, synthesis of current knowledge, and recommendations for future research. This has been an episode of 10 Minute IS Paper. Thanks for listening. The music on this podcast is composed and performed by Kevin McLeod and generously licensed under Creative Commons. You can find out more about this podcast at www.tmisp.org and you can reach out to me, Blair Wang, at www.blair.wang.